friends. Good to be with you on this Wednesday morning. It is another lovely day out there. Uh, got up this morning fully expecting that I would see some rain out uh, out there, but there is no rain again. We could really use the rain. I mean, I'm glad to be able to get up and go outside and have there not be rain, but I also will tell you that uh, um we need the rain, no doubt about it. I was talking to somebody yesterday about how dry it is out in the West and, you know, uh, talking about maybe piping. Uh, this person was saying they're talking, I hadn't heard this, talking about piping water from the Mississippi River West because they need water so badly out there. I, I haven't researched it to see if that's true, but certainly we can use uh, the rain here and other places in the country. We know that. Very, very, very full well. So uh, we are talking about 
how to prepare for the harvest. And, and you know, really, it starts with us. Uh, it starts with our own personal preparation. And it isn't just preparation. It's, it's lifestyle. It, it's uh, living the life. It's, it's living with God. It's being with God. It's abiding in Christ uh, all the time. And that's the starting point. I mean, we, we could give you all kinds of uh, gimmicks and tricks and tools and things. And, and and there is some great, great training out there where hopefully maybe we'll have a an event here, Veracity uh, Conference on evangelism, maybe. And uh, um, something I would like to do. There's all kinds of things, as I read, happening all over the state of Maine, but we could add to the mix, maybe. Yeah, so we can be prepared in those ways, like what what are the tools? What do I say? How do I do this? How do, but it even before all that, it starts with our own personal walk with God. That, that's where it starts. And if we don't, uh, if we don't begin there, that then really we're we're drawing maybe from the bottom of the tank. We're maybe drawing from the fumes. And and Jesus said in John fifteen, you've heard me talk about these things before. That apart from me, you can do nothing. He is the vine. We are the branches. We draw our sustenance from from our relationship with Christ. And so um, the starting point of the preparation is that relationship. Now, on Monday, I shared with you, we looked at Psalm 1, talked about the blessed person is the person who, who, uh, turns, to, uh, who turns to the Lord, who trusts in the Lord, who hopes in the Lord. Uh, that that is that uh, that is that person who um, continues to abide in Christ. Sorry, I'm trying to run my computer and talk at the same time, and I I'm a man. I can't quite multitask like some of you woman folk can do. Um, but our sustenance, our, our daily living with him. I, I want to look at a number of different passages with you this morning because uh, I was reminded, I, I'm being reminded right now in, in the place I'm living, I am uber, uber busy. And and that's not a bad thing, not a bad thing at all. I, th- I think the Apostle Paul was uber busy. And I, I read about people who are... Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're pastoring, they're uh, traveling, they're writing books, they're doing all these different things. And so there's no reason I can't keep up either. But, but this is the verse I was reminded of, and I want to take you there because this might be just what you need to read as well. Psalm 28, verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. Now, I'm just going to stop there at, at that point. The Lord is my strength. The idea of of God being your strength, the, the one that you to whom you look for strength. I remember when I was in college. This was would have been a long, 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 long time ago, right, Walter? Um, that I was in college and I was working full time, going to school full time. In fact, one semester I took I think twenty one credits and worked full time, uh, and did other things, and you know, but just busy. And uh, sometimes you feel depleted of strength and that that might be where you are in your life feeling depleted of strength I want to uh, remind you of this verse and I, I remember walking across the campus and just looking up to the sky and, and remembering a verse like Psalm 28 7 uh, and, and just saying Lord you are my strength so I don't know about what your circumstances may be today I, I don't know 
what you may have to face today. Uh, I, I was in Boston yesterday. I'm in Wayne, Maine today um, and uh, for, for a meeting out there. Uh, lots of busy things happening and other, other very significant things happening in the midst of, of all this. Uh, and so even for myself this morning to be reminded the Lord is my strength and my shield, uh, looking at my calendar and, and uh, how full it is gotten. Someone called yesterday and said, can we get together on uh, Tuesday, about to, uh, Thursday? They said, uh, nope, that doesn't work. I've got meetings, da, 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 da. So it's going to be Friday. And your life is like that too, perhaps, where where your life is full and busy or or maybe it is, is health-related where you need strength, or maybe it's relationship-related where you need strength, or maybe it is any number of things. The Lord is my strength. I want you right now just to say this, the Lord is my strength. I mean, that that, that is part of living the life, just to say to him, Lord, you're my strength. Look right up at your ceiling and pretend you're looking through your ceiling and looking up to God and say, God, you are my strength. Let him be your strength today. Tell him that he is your strength today. Tell yourself that he is your strength today. Let the Lord be your strength. How do we prepare for the harvest? We, we, we walk in Christ. How do we prepare for the harvest? We we be with God. That is how we prepare we let Christ live in us. We let Christ be our strength. So if you're feeling weak today, if you're feeling in a you know not great spot today, Lord, you are my strength. Lord, you are my shield. Then it continues on and says, my heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my shield. My heart trusts in him. Uh, and I am helped. So the second thing is in this verse, it says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. The idea of shield is a protection. You might feel under attack. Uh, and that attack could come any number of different directions. You know, I, I work with some of you uh, in, in some of your business uh, dealings and, and talk to business people and uh, sometimes it, it is that type of thing where, where you need to be shielded. Uh, sometimes it's in, in the midst of your family stuff. Um, I had a conversation with a family member not that long ago <clears throat> and they were kind of going on about Christianity and speaking disparagingly and I said, you realize to whom you're speaking, right? And they said, what do you mean? And I said, I've given the entirety of my life for this message that you disparage and I find it offensive. And that's, that's what I said to them. I just, and they kind of backed up and looked at me and said, look, 42 years, uh, I have been following after Christ 35 years. I've been serving him full time. And, and I fully believe in what I am doing. And, uh, uh, in that moment I needed God's wisdom. I needed God to be my shield and he provided a shield and, in that moment, the the dart of the evil one bounced right off the shield, right back at the person who had slung it at me, and they realized something in, in the moment. It wasn't just uh, conversational. It wasn't just conceptual. It was, you know, their their, their uh, attack was right at me. They didn't mean it that way, but it was uh, whatever you might be facing. 
to let God be your shield today. So I encourage you to say the Lord is my strength. Say the Lord is my shield. Uh, And if you have something going down in your life, something going on in your life, you're feeling under attack, you're feeling oppressed, you're feeling weighed down. You know, it isn't a man up underneath it. No, it is is get your shield up. Uh, And remember, we talked about the shield of faith. Faith in whom? Faith in Christ. Uh, And for him to be your shield today, allow him to be that shield if you were in a place where you were feeling under attack. And then the verse continues on and says this, my heart trusts in him. So, I mean, you read down through uh, many of the Psalms are written by David, not all of them, but a good portion of them. And we see David speaking, if you will, to his own heart, speaking to his own soul, being reminded, uh, reminding himself to trust in God, reminding himself that the Lord is his strength, reminding himself that the Lord is his shield, uh, and, and my heart trusts in him. Now, is who's he? To whom is he speaking? Uh, is he speaking to himself? Is he speaking to God? Is he speaking it out so that that he's being reminded? But even today, to say my heart trusts in him. Look, look at all the things. This is praying scripture. Lord, you are my strength. That's a prayer. Lord, you are my shield. That's a prayer. Lord, my heart trusts in you. That's a prayer. And I am helped by you, Lord. That is a prayer. See how we pray scripture? Out of this, out of the necessity of needing strength, he goes on and he says this. He says, my heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. Just being reminded of God's strengthening ability, being reminded of God's shielding ability, being reminded to trust in him, being reminded of the fact that God is your help. It says, my heart leaps for joy, and I'll give thanks to him in song. Now, you might not be the greatest singer, but but you might be one who even right now within the uh, recesses of your heart, you turn to the Lord and say, Lord, uh, you you are the one. You are my shield, uh, and, and I rejoice in you. I look to you. I trust in you, uh, and you look to him uh, in these ways. So just to encourage you uh, about who the Lord is in your life, uh, verse, tw- verse 28 goes on and says this, says, uh, the Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. Save your people, bless your inheritance, be their shepherd, and carry them forever. But but to think of Psalm 28, I mean, part of preparing for the harvest is to live in God. It's one of the things you can do. Uh, how about this? Uh, thinking about... Uh, Deuteronomy 31.6, looking at some of my notes, says this, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, your enemies. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you, and he will not leave you or forsake you to hold on to truths like this today, to be strong and courageous in the Lord. Psalm uh, 
Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. Let me, let me put this verse up for you. I want you to see this verse. Fantastic verse. It says, Ah, sovereign Lord, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Now, I don't know about you, um, I, I can speak for me, uh, looking at uh, some rather, uh, it's going to be a, a rather busy fall. This, this already is shaping up to be perhaps one of my busiest falls in a number of years, and um, uh, and I, I asked the question, Lord, how are we going to accomplish this? What are we going to do? And uh, there, there is so much to accomplish for the kingdom, uh, accomplished within our own personal lives. Um, but to be reminded of this verse here, Jeremiah 32, 17, nothing is too hard for you. Now, sometimes we can get all, um, we, can begin, we can begin to think that, okay, well, God is, uh, I, I just need to face everything and do everything and because nothing's too hard for God. And we should not test the Lord either. But when you are pressed up against it, or as we might say here in Maine, up again it, uh, to be reminded that nothing is too hard for God, to, to fix your eyes, to lift your eyes up to God. He is your help. He is your strength. He is your portion. And to be reminded about his great power. I mean, when he talks about the fact that you made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. God did this. Our God did this. Your heavenly Father made the heavens. He made the earth. Jesus said over in Matthew chapter 28, where we read the Great Commission, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. We press into God. We draw near to God. We cry out to God. We look up to God. We do all of these things that we might know his strength in our lives. That's what we do. Nothing is too hard for you. He has the strength. He has this ability. He will be with you. So we, we look to him. We, we trust in him. Um, Psalm 59, verse 16. Let me pull up that verse for you. Psalm 59 and verse 16. But I will sing of your strength. In the morning I will sing of your love, for you are my fortress and my refuge in times of trouble. O oh, my strength, I sing praise to you. You, O oh God, are my fortress, my loving God. See how he's talking to God? See how this is a prayer? I mean, this this is not only scripture, uh, but this, this is a man's prayer to God. And, and for us to learn to look to God, for us to learn to pray to God in this way, to, I mean, it's not that God needs to be told, oh, you're my strength, don't forget it. God knows full well. I mean, in many ways, what we're doing in a prayer like this is reminding ourselves of the fact 
that God is our strength. We, we make it a prayer. We look up to him. We trust in him. Uh, I praise you. Oh, God, you are my fortress, my loving God. This is who you are. I look to you. I trust in you, God, what I do. More verses. I, I just I, I want us to be fortified in him. Thinking about the struggle, thinking about the battle that we have, Deuteronomy chapter, uh, let me take us there, Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. Now, this was spoken to the nation of Israel. Um, it was. It was spoken to those going out to fight. It was spoken to the office, uh, officers of the army. And so... Being reminded, in fact, verse 3, it says, Hear, O Israel, today you're going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way to panic before them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. Well, one of the things I, I want to encourage you with today is to think about your battles. I, I, the thought that just went through my mind is, what big things are, are, are you trusting God for? I mean, where do you need to see God show up in your life? Uh, what, what do you need for Him to do and uh, for you? How are we looking for God to show up as relates to the kingdom of God? How are we looking for God to show up? as relates to the ministry of Veracity Chapel. If that's, for many of you who listen, that that's your home. But what about in your own church home? If you're from a different place, different home, different country, different church, where are you looking for God to show up? Um, do, do we press ourselves into places where, where we need to see God show up and, and do some phenomenal things? I'm praying for all kinds of resources. And, and the resource, resources, my friends, are in the harvest field. Uh, the resources for ministry are in the harvest field. I've always believed that, always lived that, uh, always worked with church plants and church organizations and ministries that, you know, our, our faith, our trust is in the Lord. And, and through God's people, the provisions are there. And um, w without, the resources are there to trust in God. I'm trusting God for resources this year, not only for for this organization, trusting God for resources for New England Bible College uh, as we are really working to revitalize that work, trusting God for resources as we partner with all kinds of various ministries because it isn't just only about our little world here, but it's about what what is it that we want God to do all over the state of Maine? What is it that we want God to do in New England? What does God want to do in the state of New England, the state of New England, state of Maine and the, the, the region of New England or around the world? Are we looking for those bigger things that God wants to do in, in your life to be saying, what bigger thing does God perhaps want to accomplish in my life and through my life? And so we trust in him. 
verse, putting these verses back up for you to look at because apparently somebody maybe needed to be in, encouraged in this way today. Hear, O Israel, today you're going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way to panic before them. What, what might it be? What about a battle against cancer? That might be the battle that someone's going into. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way uh, to panic before them. So if you're if you're in a cancer battle, you might be in a relationship battle. You might be in a um, a financial battle. It, but do not be faint-hearted, friends. Look to the Lord. Trust in the Lord, as it says, "The Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you." against your enemies to give you victory. I mean, again, these are specifically words spoken to Israel, but what is the implication for us? The implication is, friends, let's lift our eyes to God. Let's trust in God. Let's look up to him uh, for for what he would do uh, in in our midst. Let me look at my notes and some other verses that are here. Um, How about Exodus 15.2? The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God. I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. Now, now I can't say he was my father's God. Uh, my, my father didn't become a believer until later in life. That's when he became my father's God. He was my God first. So my father would say, uh, perhaps he would have said, he is my God and I will praise him. He is my son's God and I will exalt him. Um. Psalm 119, verse 28, my soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. I mean, this this could be for somebody listening today whose soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11, look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. First Chronicles chapter uh, 16 and verse 11. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Be on your guard. This is First Corinthians 16, 13. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous and be strong. Truths for us, friends. Isaiah 49.20, he gives strength to the weary, increases the power of the weak. I could go on. Psalm 41, verse 10, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Where does it start? It starts in in looking to God. It starts in trusting in God. I can I can do all this. I can find contentment through him who gives me strength. Well, where where is it with you? I mean, the beginning point of being ready for the harvest is your own walk with God. 
is drawing near to God, is living close to God, is holding on to God, is lifting your eyes to God, of speaking to your soul about the greatness of God and speaking to your soul about the fact that you will trust in God. This is the starting point. How do we prepare for the harvest? This might not sound like practical stuff. Well, I want to know how to share Christ with somebody. Well, you could have went to the event last Saturday and learned how to do that. That just just a thought. Uh, we will try to have uh, David McAdam come here and do that event here. It was a fantastic event, and so I just want to encourage uh, our folks here. We just need to get it on the books and make it happen. Um, but the starting point really is in the. Uh, overflow of your own life. Being prepared for the harvest is, is as you walk with Jesus, as I walk with Jesus. I mean, this, this whole daily discipleship, the, the, the key verse is 1 John 2, 6. Anyone who claims to live in him must walk as Jesus walked. And so uh, learning to, to live in him, to walk in him, to be in him, to, to uh, allow him to fill you, to overflowing, all of these things would be true in your life, learning to let the Lord be your strength. Well, friends, uh, I'm going to stop there for this morning. Uh, we'll be back on tomorrow. Now, this is a little bit shorter. You, you, might, you might go back through and look at some of these verses. You might Google yourself, uh, making God my strength, and, and look up some verses. There's some great graphics and things there, but but I, I, my prayer for you today is that God will be your strength. My prayer for you today is that you will lift your eyes to God. My, my prayer for all of us is that we will live in such rich relationship with Jesus that he just drips off of us, that people would say, where can I find what you have? And you'll tell them, let me tell you, you find it in relationship with Jesus Christ. That's where you find it. Friend, would you have joy today? Would you have peace today? That's my prayer. Lord, it is my prayer. Help us to lift our eyes to you today. Help us to trust in you today. Help us to find you as our shield today, to find you as our strength today, to find you as our joy today, to find you as our peace today. Lord, may you live in us in, in such abundance. May we open our lives to you so fully. May you flood our souls so completely that you just drip off of us impact those around us. Lord, for those discouraged, for those facing major battles in their lives, may they see your hand. May they see your victory. May they know your comfort. May they know your grace. May they know your peace. I lift them to you. Lord, today, be our strength, be our shield, be our joy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, that's a wrap for today. I will get you into your day. Have a fantastic day, everyone.